Welcome to the after party. Hi, hi, hi. My name is Lisa J, and I'm going to give you an inside, behind the scenes look after the interviews end and the conversation continues. Now, I am definitely a Seahawks fan. Seahawks, Seahawks. So I thought it would be fun to have a first time look into the behind the scenes of the sports timeout with Michelle and the guys. Brent Baker, Rich Holstrom, Garrick Payne, Coach Tom Fisher, and Joshua McMillan. And in this first one, they were talking about their New Year's plans, new babies, and birthdays. Take a listen to this. My Michelle Live, Sports Time Out. The fans, the field, the faith, the fun. Are you guys doing anything fun tonight? Eating I am stuff. doing a big fireworks show. What? <laughs> a fireworks show, Tom? Yeah. Where at? Out here in the little town of Sultan. Ah, nice. <laughs> On my way. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm cooking steaks. Nice. New Year's, New Year's chili, eggnog, <laughs> lots of eggnog, and the big fire the fireplace. I'm pretty disappointed Josh didn't make his famous and award-winning eggnog this year. What Ooh. is up with that? Well, he was too busy being Wookiee of the Year, I guess. Hard to, hard, hard, hard to get it all. Hard to get it out of all that that, that full facial hair. Struggle yeah, real. that's true. I, I mean, maybe if his pregnant wife had eggnog cravings, we could all benefit from it. But alas, we're well, stuck with pickles and ice cream. This is McMillan's Irish keggnog. It is very alcoholic beverage, so I can't. Uh, can't just whip that out with the pregnant lady around. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is true. This is true. His baby is due in March. Ooh, cool. End of March. March what? You have a due date? Uh, I don't think so. Not yet. Our they probably do. The Can you shoot All for right. the 6th? Well, ours is the, ours, ours is the 19th. Oh, so. Okay. Going to be before or after the NCAA tournament? That's the it's another <laughs> no, question. This is my prediction for 2021. Uh, it's going to be March 17th. And here's why. His sister has had her first baby on Halloween of 2014. Then his sister's next child came on Easter of April Fool's Day. So I'm thinking we've got to keep with that. So Josh, shoot for the 17th, right? Well, I'll see what we can do. I'll see if we can swing that with uh, yeah. when the, the factory is ready to pop that one. Uh, we haven't decided yet. Alyssa's friend's over. She might stay over tonight. Um, we might just get, like, order some kind of dinner and chill and have some uh, organic sparkling pear cider. That sounds good. Hmm. Yeah, eggnog yeah. sounds better. <laughs> yeah, I think it's RJ Knudsen makes it. Well, we got to pop some kind of bubbly, and you know, champagne's true. not on the table right now. So, and Josh, how old are you turning on the third? Uh, I don't remember. I just, You're thirty. Uh, past twenty-one. I don't. Is I don't it a know. Big three zero birthday. Is wow. it? It might be. It sounds right. No, when year were you born? Ninety-one. No. So yeah, okay. I think it is. It would it be three zero. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, wow. after 21, I stopped keeping track. You know, I was like, I can drive, I can rent a cab now if I want to, or I can drive cabs. So <laughs> that was really the big marker for me. And there's nothing to look forward to after that in terms of like big, big marker. Have you ever I mean, driven guess, a cab? That's retirement. I can drive a, a cab, I can drive a cab too, but I just can't touch the pedals. 
<laughs> I am fine. That was funny, Isaiah. Now, you know, I actually stayed up pretty late on New Year's Eve. I was up till about two in the morning, but not for the reasons you're probably thinking. I had a few neighbors that were out there screaming. And I wouldn't say it was like, woohoo, it's 2021. It was more like someone is murdering me. I had to get up a couple times and make sure that nobody was getting slaughtered outside. And it also kept my kids up. And my kids in general, they like what the fireworks look like, but for the most part, they do not like fireworks. Yeah, they are a little bit loud and scary. I would have to agree with that. But in general, I'm excited for 2020 to be over, and I'm hoping that 2021 at least is a little bit better, but time will tell. Now, this next audio clip takes on a more serious note. Michelle and the guys take on what Seattle looks like now versus what it used to look like a few years ago. And I do think many people would agree with him. Take a listen to this. You know, and it's so true. I the Jets. I interview people from all over the world, right? As soon as they find out I'm from Seattle, they this is the collective. I mean, across the board, hands people down, know about the they Seattle go. City Council. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what? The most one of the most beautiful yeah. cities in the whole world. Great sports town. And when yeah. people say, "Oh, you're from Seattle," oh, I'm so sorry. Have you seen wah, the, the, wah, wah. the follow up, the follow up documentary? Seattle is dying. Um, yes, it, it's very, got some very scary stuff in there. But it's very, scary very, stuff. very well done, and it's sadly very true. It is. And it's spreading across the country. And people are saying, is this real? And I have to tell them, you know what? It's not only real. You're not seen in that. Even in that documentary, you're not seeing the worst of it. You really are not. You don't see the commonality of walking down the streets in Seattle. You know, I, I had an apartment down there and people just pulling down their pants and whipping the things out, urinating or defecating right there in the street or going to a park with with little kids and someone with f-bombs uh flashing you just maybe 30 yards away that's common it's very common you're gonna see it everywhere that is seattle yeah i think the worst thing that i ever saw in seattle was i was driving to work and as i'm pulling off the freeway i'm at the light waiting to turn there was a woman naked standing on the sidewalk and there was a policeman you could tell he was trying to coax her to put her clothing back on now this is more common like michelle said than i think people who don't live here think i didn't even think twice about it because it's not the first time and i knew it wasn't going to be the last time and i have family that live over in switzerland and i would say 10 years ago, every time they came, I'd be excited to take them to Pike Place all over Seattle. And the reality is now I don't recommend that we go to downtown Seattle because it is scary. It is unsanitary. And this was even before COVID happened. And that's sad because it is a very beautiful place to live. Okay, well, on a happier note, I have a real treat for you guys. Don Nyland Jr., who is a musician, artist, songwriter, he gives Michelle a sneak peek into his upcoming song. So I thought I would share that with you. Take a listen to this. There's the, the one I'm working on now is called House of Sand. Oh. And so, and that's about a guy that 
that put all his life into 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 working on his own life, and it, it was all sand. And uh, wow. and he's crying out to Jesus because it's all it's all blown away. Wow, that's very cool. And yeah, that's the yeah. fun thing about putting music together. Um, I've kind of put some of my writing on hold to just really focus on the podcast right now. Uh, but uh, and with COVID, I'm not going out and performing like I used to. So right. uh, some of that's been put on hold. But I, I there's nothing more powerful to me than being able to set an emotion, a mood, and a message into music using poetry, using rhyme, and using chords. It's just, I think it's powerful. Yeah. I thank God for music. Yes. And so I, I, I want to finish, you know, Annette's doing all the artwork, and uh, we should hope to be done with this new album in the next six months or less. Sweet. We'll keep giving those updates, brother. So we will keep you posted on when his new album and his new song come out. Now, I thought it would be fun to finish the program with some Michelle quotes. Michelle notoriously has these little sayings that she says quite often, but that are quite insightful. Like mine with my kids. You get what you get and you don't throw a fit. That's right. So take a listen to these two. And mm. here I am, the queen of quoting things that maybe aren't scripture, but have some spiritual application. A friend of mine, <laughs> when I was at a precipice, said, you know, God's ability to make things right is greater than your ability to screw things up. Okay, and here's the next one. That movie quote it. again, it's from the <laughs> best exotic Marigold Hotel. And the quote is, everything will be all right in the end. If it's not all right, then it's not yet the end. I love that so much. All right. Well, there you have it. That concludes the after party with Lisa J. I hope you guys had a happy holiday and a wonderful new year. And let's all keep our fingers crossed for 2021 to be a much better year than 2020. Thank you for listening. My Michelle Live invites you to The Producers After Party. What happens after the interview?